This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Here we go. It's hour four of the nation. We're 20 minutes from that one segment of the week where you like to crack them and call in to your guys in the nation. That's right. What you drink and what you think right around the corner. Hope you're having a great day. Send some love to Zach Wolchuk. He is uh, out on assignment. He's got some family duties to attend to. And uh, the Wooly Bully will be back on Monday. Maybe send uh, Broadus some well wishes as well. This man's uh, battling some sort of a, a nasal issue. Um, and I, I don't know. Uh, I, I, you know this, this man knows no bounds when it comes to working through illnesses. Yeah. And this is another, probably, a, probably a mistake, but... Uh... A feat gonna, of strength. Yeah, I'm going to miss you guys next week too. So yeah, I'm going to take the take the, some time off next week. So that's right. You guys so have some that. record shows. You, you deserve that, by the way. I Thank felt you. like you you know you're usually grinding and and uh, keeping it in between the lines, but you've been extra testy like since uh, the Cowboy season ended. It's been it's been a struggle. It has for sure. Yeah, go get some kumbaya, some wusa. Come back ready to crush spring training. There you go. Appreciate you. Speaking of crushing, here's Eric Chiafala with an edition of Football's Finest. Broadus, what do you think about the narrative that's swirling around Zimmer and the idea that the the secondary can sometimes take a little time to really get a feel for exactly what he wants from them, and there could be growing pains, particularly with young guys? That's what I've seen. There was a, a, a guy who covers the Vikings who was talking about the things uh, you know regarding Zimmer, and that was one of them where Zimmer's willing to slow play it with young cornerbacks or secondary players because they're not really understanding maybe the fundamentals, all the all that's needed to know if they're running these cover sevens and these match, you know, these match, match coverages match, yeah. where that can be a little bit confusing. And so one of the things that people have noted is, hey, especially for young guys in the secondary, it might take them a little bit longer than usual to kind of get going. And so I wanted to get your perspective on that. Is that fundamentals? Is that like he's got a lot going on communication wise that takes a while to figure out and does that mean a guy like Gilmore is a surefire lock to return because he's a been there done that kind of dude can't play with dumb guys just can't play with dumb guys that's the problem right there you know if you if you're a player and I mean dumb in a way of you know with the you know assignments and not understanding your assignments and and not having that locked down Mike you can't play for Mike so you Mike will figure out real fast who can play for him and who can't play for him. Yeah, they talk about like Trey Waynes being a guy that yeah. was in those Minnesota days that took yeah. a few years before he yeah. became like a, le- a legit starter. Mackenzie right. Alexander, another guy. Right. They drafted high in the draft, but he couldn't figure it out. And then all of a sudden, right. year three, year four, he's a nice nickel player for him. Right. That's that's the thing that Mike is going to deal with. He's going to figure out really quickly when they start to get to these OTAs and the mini camps. I guarantee you Mike's out there right now going down in the weight room, talking to these defensive backs and others, you know, the defensive guys, he's kind of getting an idea. You know, maybe he kind of pulls a guy aside, talks him a little bit, kind of gets an idea about him. But, yeah, the one thing I know about Mike, if you don't know your assignments, he is not going to put you on the field. That's just that's that's just the way. He, he, he is not going to he's not going to get embarrassed with his defense busting coverages. And so, yeah, he'll figure this out really, really, really quick. That sounds like what Jesse Holly would tell me about what it was like in New England when he was yeah. there. Yeah. You know, Be- Belichick would have such complicated practices. And if a starter, if one of the best players just wasn't getting it or was, you know, unable to demonstrate that he understood it in practice, he just wouldn't play him. Yeah. yeah. You know, so there was this, this feeling for a guy like Jesse – like, man, if I'm on it at all times, he might put me to start the game or put in a package that features yeah. me if the veterans are having a bad day. And he said the, the, the practice was just so competitive as a result. Veterans battling to keep their spot with every rep and the youngsters, you know, going for theirs with every rep. 
Well, and and I think this could be something where like Trayvon Diggs working at Alabama with Nick Saban, who who runs a similar style there, and and being the secondary like hyper focus on the secondary. Right. Um, like I think Zimmer will probably be just because that's that's kind of his background there. I think Trayvon Diggs might be a guy that can hopefully hit the ground running in a in a system like this and all the yeah. fundamentals yeah. and the detail oriented in your face kind of coach. Well, if you look at and you mentioned. Uh, Gilmore playing for Belichick, hard coaching. Mm-hmm. Diggs playing for Saban, hard coaching. You know those those guys they they thrive in systems like that where the the defensive back coach. I mean, you go watch a Nick Saban practice at Alabama. He's like he is on everybody in the secondary. I mean, they've got a secondary coach, but that guy is like he's kind of like letting Nick coach. Mm. And so if you're if you're used to uh, that hard coaching. You will thrive in, in a Mike Zimmer type system. How do you guys reconcile that with the great Zimmer quote that you could find a cover two corner at Walmart? I, I think it I, to me because the way that he plays his man defense, he he it it takes it takes ability. It really really does. I mean, a cover two corner like will uh, you know turn funnel you know yeah, just hang out in the flat yeah just trail you know a, a man corner is one of those. Of course, I mean it's it's. Press, it's jam, jam, turn, uh, go inside with, run, stay on the hip. You know, it, it takes it takes a certain type of player to be able to play the type of defense that Mike wants to play because he does play so much man defense. And and now you're getting these these teams, as we've all seen, these coordinators are running guys through trash. They're running guys through picks. There's running guys, you know, across the field, things like that. So bunch formation. So they're making it difficult to to be a to be a really good corner for Mike Zimmer. You've got to be able to have that ability. You have to have the quick feet, long arms, and ability to be able to stay with your guy. Uh, the uh, you know around the NFL quarterback situations going on right now. Uh, the starting point for Baker Mayfield: three years, seventy five million. Russell Wilson accepting offers and providing tours to potential buyers for the mansion he owns in the Denver area that we remember famously having twelve bathrooms. Uh, so he's he's understanding Russell Wilson is that his time in Denver yeah. pretty much up here. Uh, but Dan Graziano, NFL insider for ESPN, he was quoted this morning on Get Up saying, I still think there's a possibility that come September, Russell Wilson is in fact sitting right there. And he pointed at a seat on the Get Up desk. Like Russell Wilson might not have a team that wants him, and he might be he might be a talking head analyst by the time football season gets around here because nobody may want the services of Russell Wilson. That, wow. that came quickly, dude. Yeah. Going from, get, yeah, I mean, you, the, you have Denver giving up a haul for him in draft assets yeah. and in a huge contract two years ago to now Dan Graziano saying there's a chance that he he's a, he's a Dan Orlovsky with ESPN come football season. It's just incredible you could have that much success and now not be able to play. For me, it's his quickness. I think his ability to escape and buy time allowed him to make some majestic plays downfield that weren't available for 90% of the quarterbacks out there. Yeah. Um, but, man, this is an epic falloff. And, Brian, when when he was at the height of his powers and they were talking about let Russ cook, my guys in Seattle were telling me yeah. he's not that good. And I'm like, you guys are crazy. He is an MVP candidate. And they're like, no, we're actually trying to trying to get him traded. Yeah. You know, because the defensive guys here have a great point. And I was like, wow, that seems so weird. This guy's an MVP candidate. But the longer it goes, I, I think his critics on the roster in the media in Seattle were proven right. And yeah. your former intern looks like a genius for trading. Yeah, him. John realized he had to do something. Uh, he wasn't going to let the the player hold him hostage anymore. So, you know, he he quickly was able to uh to move on that way. So you know, good for John. He John's got him a new coach. Uh, you know, he's excited about that. And, uh, you know, John will build the roster uh, how he sees fit. And uh, But having Russell Wilson out of there was, was something that he was trying to do for quite a long time. How exciting would it be if John Schneider was the Cowboys GM right now and we could talk about the possibility of, you know, the Cowboys looking at the Dak situation and saying, man, it's time to cut bait. And you get like two ones for it. You know, I just, that's yeah. just, that, that's how you do it. Once you realize, hey, this guy is not it. If somebody else thinks he's it, then you you take the draft picks. No, that's that's where uh, I think that's where we're at right now. Uh, you know, but I mean, I, I say that that's where we're at right now. I I just with the with the way the front office is constructed, they they don't have to worry about their jobs. I keep saying that 
they don't have to worry. So if they want to move on from the quarterback, they can. It's going to cost them a little bit, you know. But it's going to cost them anyway. Yeah, it's going to cost them anyway. So to me, I, I I don't quite I don't quite understand that whole thing. We'll see. I just say try to build the epic team around him. Yeah. Starting now, and yeah. if it doesn't work, and you're sitting there at week five or week six, you're like, we have no chance to win the Super Bowl. Think about it. Yeah, you know there there will be a team that that could, thinks they're a quarterback away and are ready to make a run in the second half and willing to overpay for him. Sorry to uh, take over the segment there. No, too. not at all, not at all. Uh, I I was looking at some of the draft stuff when it comes to these quarterbacks, and I saw that Daniel Jeremiah is predicting that. You know, the next year's draft is not going to be rich with great quarterback talent, at least as it looks right now. Right. Things can obviously change throughout the course of the college football season. But as it stands now, the 2025 NFL draft doesn't look to be littered with great quarterback play. So he is predicting that there will be upwards of four or five teams that are ready to move up. Uh, He says, I believe we'll see four or five teams look into moving up for a quarterback over the next few months. Teams aren't excited about next year's quarterback class. And Dane Brugler says this is a key point. And part of the reason we'll see several teams aggressively QB hunting in the first round. Could a quarterback emerge next year like a Jaden Daniels did this year? Sure. But right now, next year's quarterback class is looking very underwhelming. Uh, So you might get, which would be, I think, good for, for a team like the Cowboys who's not in the market for a quarterback right now, having as many teams trading up and trying to take quarterbacks off the board, pushing more and more talent down to you. You know, from a Cowboys standpoint, I think that's a really good idea. But then just looking at the quarterbacks that are in this draft, Eric Eager, who used to work for Pro Football Focus, uh, he he's tweeting out about the one of the things that really carries over for quarterbacks from college to the NFL. And it's pressures to sacks ratio. So how often you're pressured and how often those pressures turn into sacks? Are you a quarterback that when pressured is more than likely going to take that pressure and make it a sack? Or are you still going to make something of it by at least getting rid of the ball, maybe completing a pass or running away from it? Uh, and he notes that Jaden Daniels of LSU, Heisman winner, his is pretty high in terms of he's getting sacked on pressures at yeah. a higher rate than most quarterbacks. I would have guessed that. Than yeah. like your stud quarterbacks at he least. He does not see guys coming. He does not see guys coming. Uh, and he points out like Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes has basically the exact same career sacks to pressure ratio as he did from college to the NFL. Huh. It looks basically the same. Yeah. So I don't know how much of this you can you can coach and get better at. You know, Mahomes we know as being one of the best in the league at not getting sacked. He's got a great ability to avoid it, get rid of the ball, run for the first down, whatever it is. But we know that is that's a huge attribute that makes Pat Mahomes so great. Dan Marino was another quarterback who was just constantly avoiding being sacked. It was just a very impressive thing that he was able to do. Tom Brady's another guy that we know was not going to get sacked. He's getting the ball out. He didn't even have the athleticism. He just knew, I'm getting the ball out, uh, and I know when and where to do it. Jaden Daniels of LSU, his is not very good. So he's pointing that out, but he also notes the Drake May. I think I'm going to be, as somebody who's not watching these quarterbacks, and I'm just doing the blind man metrics here, I'm going to be, I think I'm going to be a, a Drake May guy. Yeah. Uh, because he seems to be uh, the best in this class at, you know, avoiding being sacked when pressured. Um, he's also really good at scratch. This dude's huge. Physically, this Drake May is a monster. He plays for North Carolina, which I think hurts him, but it should help him to some extent. Like, who is he playing with? He's kind of been that offense for the last couple of years. He's got to put the team on his back. And he ran for 42 first downs on third and fourth down. Uh, which is an insane number. Like over the last two years, that is the best. Of all the quarterbacks that are in this draft, over the last two years, you have Drake May converting third and fourth downs into first downs with his legs at a higher rate than even Bo Nix, who is a running quarterback, or Jaden Daniels, who is who is a running quarterback. Better than Caleb Williams, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix. You have Drake May by quite a large mile there, and I don't know that he gets the credit uh, maybe I'm wrong here, Broadus, but I don't know that Drake May gets the credit for that mobility factor. He's a guy that can take off and run on you. Yeah, but the, he he turns the ball over at an alarming rate. That's mm. his biggest problem. He had three games this year where he threw multiple interceptions in the game. He's only beaten one twenty one top twenty five team last year as a, as a, as a quarterback. But I think it's a great place to start if your pressure to sack ratio is low. He, you know, I'd I'd rather have that guy than 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 somebody who's you know he is. There's no question that his most redeeming quality is his size. 
huh. and his and his athletic ability. That's his most redeeming quality. Because you watch him throw the football, there are times when the ball dies on him. Hmm. On I, strength, I, I said I said he was a more athletic Eli Manning, is what I said. You know, and you, Eli Manning is a five hundred quarterback in the NFL. I mean, he was a highly rated, highly touted. Uh, highly drafted quarterback. Big name. Big name. Super Bowl champion. Yeah. But, but, but I don't think you should be a first ballot Hall of Famer. I get exactly what you're saying. Eli yeah. Manning is, I mean, it's not like there's anything that wows you about there's, him. There's nothing, with Drake May, the, the things that he's able to do as far as the mobility and stuff like that, I, I, I think you have to give him credit for that. But to me, though, when you watch him play in big games, you don't see all the things that you're talking about. The other thing I loved about this uh, presentation there was the idea that maybe no no good quarterbacks in the 25 draft, but 26 bounces back. That matches the timeline. I, I think that I want to see the Cowboys go for it. 25 is bad. 26 quarterbacks are coming down the pike. Maybe you've traded Dak Prescott for additional draft capital or traded some of your other uh, young good players. Going to be very interesting to see how they handle this. Uh, this probably next 24 months of team building. Could perhaps see a significant pivot for the first time in over a decade. I would love it, man. Thank you, Chief. Yes, sir. Uh, football's finest most nights, 5 o'clock here on 105.3 The Fan. We're headed for the expressway. We'll take you commercial free to the top. LA Live at 540. It is the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 pre- Precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yeah, buddy, welcome back. It is the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. It's time to hit the expressway. Brought to you. By the on-time experts, and it is time for the one segment of the week where you're encouraged to call in while intoxicated or in the process of catching a buzz. That's right. It's time for What You're Drinking and, and What You Thinking at 877-881-1053. There's only a couple of rules. First, you've got to answer the questions. And uh, number two, uh, no operating heavy machinery. That does include automobiles if you are currently under the influence. Um, and the phone lines are open. Looks like a couple of lines are available, but nothing but legends lined up here on the first six. We look forward to hearing from all of you. And uh, before we do that, we're going to go around the room, find out what we are drinking and what we're thinking. I'm uh, currently working on this uh, 20-ounce Diet Coke. And uh, as always, I'm focused on uh, a championship uh, traits. And uh, I think we have four teams now in DFW that could all make us proud. And I'm just hoping that the the Texas Rangers have set off that contagion. Things go viral. The next thing you know, people are thinking, "Hey, I'm I'm ready to get a divorce. My my buddy got a divorce. Oh, my buddy had a kid. I'm ready to have a kid." You know that happens. It it, it happens. And uh, I'm I'm thinking it's going to happen in the sports world. All right. And um, I, I'm thinking um, stars obviously need to make a trade. But what a game last night to prove how awesome their offense is. The Mavs are badass. They might be the best team in the West right now. And, of course, the Rangers getting ready to uh, defend that championship will be in surprise in nine days. And I'm fired up about all those things. Here's Brian brought us with what he's drinking and thinking. Yeah, I am uh, currently drinking some of my Mio water. It's the uh, it's the kind with the blue uh doesn't taste very good. I don't. I mean, I, I'm I'm never getting the blue flavor again. I was gonna say I thought that was the stuff that's supposed to make your water taste good. It is, but it, it it's the other flavors other than blue tend to work better. But I'm I'm powering through the blue because I need to. I need that to, Mio's good stuff though. It is good yeah, stuff. Give but, a little but caffeine got, and vitamins. I got a uh, the, the, the whatever it's called. The blue one's not good. You should so, stay away from that blue dye anyway. Blue. And yeah. what I'm what I'm thinking is um, Jeff Sugina got hired as the new defensive line coach. That's was, true. And uh, I wanted to uh, run by a little scouting report real quick of him, if I could. If it doesn't start with his giant calves, I think well, you're missing the boat here. Yeah, the, my, I've got some, I got some guys and gals in the, uh, at the commanders. And uh, good guy, intense, tough, 
takes no excuses, understands the need to coach players individually to get the best from them, doesn't like to be rebutted, uh, doesn't try to overcoach, wants his guys to work as a team in the system to play off each other, gets pissed when they think they could do it on their own. So that's kind of a little mini scouting report of Jeff Sugina, the uh, new line coach for the Dallas Cowboys. Sounds like he's going to lay down the law. Do your job. Do your job, yeah. I like that. Okay, uh, Chief, drink it, thinking. Drinking the uh, delicious coffee from Boss Men's Spittle. Yeah. Some like organic pesticide free. You gonna start shaking pretty soon. Yes, dude. I know <laughs> I am. I've had some times where I've dri- I'm driving home uh-huh. and my steering wheel shaking. Yeah, my palms are sweaty right now. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'll come home sometimes. My wife will call me out like you had too much coffee. Today. Yeah, I yeah. can see it all over you. Yeah. I haven't even opened my mouth yet. Keep grinding. <laughs> yeah, dude. We got dinner. This is, this is this is a no joke. This is a no joke coffee. I absolutely love it. Uh, and I'm thinking about you know Caitlin Clark breaks the record last night. It was amazing. But then I'm seeing that apparently. All of the opposing players on the Michigan women's basketball team wrote handwritten notes to Caitlin Clark and like had them in her locker or something before the game, like congratulating her on the front end of it. I just me writing one of those. I know. I'm going. What do we? Everybody needs. Too nice, bro. She only needed eight. Way too, way too much caring going on. She needed. She needed eight. That's all, right? All she needed was eight points. She got, she she got 49. She put on a show. That's what I'm saying. And everybody should they be knew. showing her the love that she deserves. They knew it was about to happen. Except for the opponent. Yeah, that's, that's Handwritten weird. notes, yeah. dude. They, they knew She's it. been killing you for four I'll, years. I'll, I'll, I'll high-five you in the post-game you know, line or whatever. Yeah, I'll, I'll send say, a FedEx. I'll hit you with a good game. You know, congratulations afterwards. On the front end, I'm not going to write you a handwritten note no. congratulating you before you break a record on me. I mean, nope. What are we doing? Nobody's yeah. impressed here. I'm going to foul out first half or first quarter, I guess. Yeah, you're going to have to earn all game. eight of those points. Yep. Even though I think it was like five seconds and she had like eight points before heard, the game even basically started. I heard rumor that Baskey wrote Barry Bonds a letter before he pitched that <laughs> night. <laughs> I, heard, I heard I heard he wrote a little handwritten note. Take a page out of the basketball. Put some put some brute cologne on it, you know, a little smell. See yeah. you in Cooperstown, buddy. Yeah. Hey buddy. <laughs> you and me, baby. You're gonna make history tonight, pal. Get ready. <laughs> Here's Lucius in the pimp cup with what he's drinking, slash yeah. thinking. Mikey wrote it with a big fat Crayola. <laughs> Husky stick pencil. figures. Husky there was only two or three misspellings. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drinking water. I've almost had a gallon. I have had 125 milligrams of CBD, though. Wow. I have. I have. I'm thinking about the things I have to do this weekend. I have to do. have to get the rims on my truck fixed. Because okay. the old lady, uh, she she bent the rim. Oh, no. she, she said it was just a flat tire, but you just can't have flatten the tire and the rim is bent at the same time. You had to hit something. She was only driving a truck because there's another girl at her job that drives a Chevy like mine, Uh and they call themselves the Chevy Girls. I took the keys back from the Chevy Girls. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, not the Chevy Girls anymore. I took the keys back. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, things I want to do though is eat a double cheeseburger from Whataburger with bacon on it. Nice. And watch Oppenheimer. Oh, haven't seen uh, that yet. I haven't seen that. Yeah, I want to watch that. That finally released. Uh, Vince Staples show on Netflix. Curb your enthusiasm. I have to catch up on. Uh, Griselda on Netflix. I want to catch up on. Seen so it. yeah, got a lot. Of, uh, Griselda's good, right? It's good, man. Cocaine cowboy stuff, right there, yo. Nice. That's what I got going on. Sounds like a good plan for a weekend. It's uh, time now to hit your phone calls at eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three. Here's Brian's buddy and his favorite caller into what you're drinking and what you're thinking. Line one's Polo and Garland. And a good evening, sir. What's going on, you guys? Happy Friday. I know I've been calling for the past couple months. Saying that I wish the Mavericks do something, they finally did. Yeah, oh my God. Yeah. Um, uh, Broadus, you called me an AWS a couple weeks ago. I did. I feel kind of, I feel kind of heartbroken about that, Broadus, because I've always loved you. Yeah. Even though you don't give, even though you don't give any props to local, st- you know, sports stars like Rasheed Rice, like I said before the draft, Rasheed Rice was going to clown, which he did in the Super Bowl. He didn't score, but he had some meaningful catches. Now about the Super Bowl, fellas, I can't understand. I mean, I hate the 49ers. But why would you guys fire Steve Wilkes after one season, even though he was a somewhat, you know, mathematically better coordinator than D'Amico Ryan's by one point, and Chris Jones can't get his money, and even though he shut down Kansas City offense, not not Kansas, but San Francisco's offense by himself, but they won't pay his money, and Steve Wilkes got fired. That just makes no sense. Broadus, I still love you with your purple shirt on. Yeah. Lucius, I hope you just get another truck. Uh, Gavin, I love you because you're the only dude that speaks up like, like Mike Bassett. 
and Giofalo. I love you too. Gotta go, fellas. Bye. There he goes, Polo and Garland. See, he likes you. He just likes having the real controvert or the real confrontation sports chatter. Yeah. You know? He just argues. He's still an ass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like the girls in elementary right? school. Still, when they an pinched ass. you, they liked you. No, because yeah. if, if he were to listen to the draft show or anything that we do on the station, I, matter of fact, went back and read my report on Rice, and I guarantee you we talked about that receiver from SMU. I yeah. guarantee it. So when people call me out on that, there's, there's so many platforms I'm on now, and you call me out for not talking about these players that go to SMU or, or Texas State or any of these places – you're not listening, bro. You're yep. an ass. You're true. an ass. It's yep. not true. Because yep. I am on so many damn platforms, I can't do them all. Yep. I do talk about these players. There's a lot so of things stop to cover. being an ass. Oh. Yeah. You can't talk about it all the time, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm on a station sometimes that we can't talk about the draft. Yeah. They don't want us to always talk about the draft. I can talk about the draft for five damn hours I a day. I believe you. Easily. I can. And you can talk about rice for another five hours a day. I love rice. You know that. But man, don't don't call me out on not talking about these players. I talk about Texas players all the damn time, all the time. But they got two. They got two defensive tackles that listen to Vach Lombardi and I did a show today. Talked about two defensive tackles from Texas. And I, I yeah. <laughs> throw F, a pin, bro. F bomb, you. <laughs> dude. You made Bijan Robinson Barry Sanders last year. I mean, what else do they want from you? You know what I mean? What else they want? Oh, my God. I'm going on vacation. You can do po- Polo's, <laughs> Polo's on his recliner in Garland right now going, got him. Got him. <laughs> Honey, look at this. I don't. Hey, he, he's not that smart. He's not that smart. Ooh. <laughs> not. Wow. I thought he was trying to extend the olive branch with nah, this call. Hell no. He's Next not, week, he might try to extend nah, something well, else. He, he can call me in California if he wants. I ain't putting up with his crap. <laughs> Tell me yeah, about it. Right. Polo uh, brought us last, out last week. Yeah. Oh, Next week. All righty, no worries. Let's go to line two here. Your guy, Rodeo Ron. There we go. <laughs> yeah. What's up, brother? It, it, it sounds like brothers got riled up by Polo. But, hey, I was drinking that Jim Bean with a little slice of sweet tea. And I'm thinking the Cowboys got to have a defensive coordinator kind of like myself. No filter. And it's time for our defense to put on their big boy pants. And so is why you deserve to be on America's team. Jerry, this better not be all in on your mind, but it's almost face time in Texas. And why haven't the Rangers signed <laughs> Montgomery yet? He's part of our World Series championship. Go sign Montgomery. Look, Tom with the SARS, he's going all in. Hell, Cuban, he sold the Mavs, and they made a trade. They're trying to go all in. So here we go. Who's bringing the next championship to Dallas? It's a race. And then remember, if you're not drinking Jim Bean with Rodeo Ron, where the heck you at? I love it, Ron. Have yourself a hell of a weekend, my man. He's kind got of, the drinking part down. The yeah. thinking is he'll get there. Yeah. I think he had a Travis Kelsey situation yeah. going on where he had a map, but he just lost his place in, I, the, in the road trip there. Played a couple games. But I appreciate that, though. That's a guy who's leaning into at least one of them. Yeah. Uh, either yeah. be drinking your balls off or thinking your balls off, and he's – He's, he's nailing that first one. Yeah, nailing the first one for sure. <laughs> he said he played football without a helmet? A couple times, probably. Oh. Yep. <laughs> Line <Ronald>. three. <laughs> Kenny, you're in the yeah, Let me see what you got. Yeah. What you drinking? What you thinking, brother? What up? What up? Oh, man. Today, we drinking one of my favorites. Frozen peach mango margarita with sh- two shots of that marvelous, marvelous, marvelous rock and roll tequila. There we go. Yeah. Mm. What am I thinking? Ain't talking about no damn cowboys. But we're going to talk. We had Valentine's Day this week, and I want to talk tell you the story about St. Valentine's. Yes, please. Back, back in the old Roman days, they had a festival, and they lined up all the women, and they take, took these whips made out of goat skin, and they whipped these women with the goat skin whips. It was a, it was a parade for fertility. Well... St. Valentine was a Christian man, and he was being persecuted because he would do marriages because in Roman days they didn't believe in marriage or writing love letters or anything like that. So he would write poems and love letters and songs for men to do for the women, and he would do marriages. Well, they said, well, dude, you're breaking the law. So he threw him in prison. So while he was in prison, people would come to his to the prison 
and get married, and he would write poems and songs and stuff for him. So they said, hey, dude, we got to get rid of you. So they executed him. Dang. Guess what day they executed him on? February 14th. So in honor of St. Valentine's, we now celebrate a day of love. So we give cards, we give money, we give all kinds of stuff, you know, flowers, candy to the people that we love. So that's the rest of the story. But I want to tell you a story about my ex-wife. Oh, no, 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 don't do this. Oh, yeah, I've I've been divorced 36 years. I paid my dues. I can say anything I want. Okay. When When we first married, she didn't know how to cook. So I was teaching her how to boil water. She even boil. She couldn't even boil water. She burned it. Wow, that's hard and to do. One time, she made a meatloaf and it glowed in the dark. Hmm. And so instead of praying before the meal, we had to pray after the meal. <laughs> Thank you, Kenny. Open to line at 877-881-1053. What just happened? Hey, he's right Kenny about back that, to back. that, yeah. that St. Valentine situation. I think there was like three of those guys that they martyred. Yeah. Because in the Roman days, they did not want you to be married or have a kids or anything yeah. like that because then you can't fight for the army and die for me. I need you to die for me. If you have wow. a family, you're going to be yeah. thinking about them. I need you to die for me. Wow, nice. sounds brutal. Spartacus. Kind I of think I'd have ran away. Yeah. I'm going to go out and I'm gonna live in the woods, buddy. Live off the land. I'll be right back. Yeah. I'm going to be a hunter-gatherer. Here we go. Black and gold bees on line four, G-Bag Nation. What you drinking and what you thinking, man? What's going on, fellas? When I'm still I'm about five minutes away from cracking open a cold yingling light. Mm-hmm. Congrats. I'm thinking, well, unfortunately, the football season's over. So we're not going to have football again until September. So probably just to get over that, this weekend I'm going to pop in my DVD and replay the Saints Super Bowl. Huh. I'm pretty sure we'll throw in my wife's D, uh, Blu-ray to replay the Eagles Super Bowl. Hmm. But, man, unfortunately for my brother and for my in-laws and a lot of the Tolos out there, they're not going to be able to rewatch the Cowboys Super Bowl because, man, can't nobody find a VCR anywhere to replay right, the Black and Gold Have a good weekend, my man. Yeah. Oh, it opens a line <laughs> at 877-881-1053. That was a gut punch that's right not there. What we're, that's, yeah, yeah, we're not going to do that, Bresky. okay? Like, if you're a Cowboys fan, come on in, crack your jokes. Right. Misery loves company, right? You can't come in here as a fan of an opposing team and start climbing on the Cowboys on the home of the Cowboys no. and think we're just going to be cool, black and gold. Come on, dude. Can't show up with Derek Carr and Dennis Allen as, as your allies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you, yeah. you couldn't even win the NFC South, bro. Yep. You just got Baker Mayfielded. Line five's Mario. You're in the nation. What you drinking and what you thinking? How you doing, gentlemen, man? Love the show, man. Right now, man, I'm drinking on some black black iced coffee and smoking on some of that good Randy Galloway, man, that Marahucci, brother. Okay. <laughs> That's weed. That's weed. <laughs> coffee and weed. I love it. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I got a question for you, Gavin, man. Uh, what's it? I was cleaning my junk drawer, man, and I found a ticket, and I forgot that I bet it on the Rangers for to win the ALCS, man. I was wondering, does that ticket fluctuate? Like, if I bet it back in July, you got 180 days after no. the final. The final. It's not like a horse bet where yeah. where the final odds are what when the race starts. It's what yeah. you got it at. Yeah. So okay, whatever you got okay, it at, yeah. Pairs. Whatever you got it at, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and they said the ticket's good for one year, 360 days. I oh, you get, okay. Yesterday. All right. You're good. Yeah. Okay, you're so whatever that whatever the the fifty dollar bet was and whatever that the payment pays out, that's what it is. Yeah, you're good to go, man. That might be 500 right, bucks or man. so. Yeah, enjoy, Mario. Yeah. There he goes. It opens yeah, a line. I appreciate it, brother. I appreciate it. Thank you, you got it, man. Take care, Mario. Woo. That's like finding, you know, you five, five, five bucks in your pocket or whatever that you yeah. weren't expecting. He might have found 500. Yeah, he found a lot more than five bucks for sure. Did he say he just made that bet like 360 days ago? What What would that have been? Like 20 to one, 40 See, to one? I just, that you know, that uh, that ticket, I, I sent that ticket to Lake Charles that I had. Yeah. The cash. And that thing was 180 days. So I wonder about yeah, that. Yeah, you better be on it. Yeah, better not lose be, that. yeah, don't lose that. I mean, the best way to do it now is just with the with the apps. Yeah. Uh, you know, you just process everything digitally. I'd hate to have the anxiety of losing one of those tickets. Line six is Big Jim. You're in the G-Bag Nation. Jim, what you drinking? What you thinking? Well, good afternoon, fellas. Drinking whiskey this yeah. afternoon. Sure yeah. did enjoy uh, listening to you fellas in Las Vegas. I really like that confessional. I'm wanting to hear more of the story about Gavin drinking and Brian uh, talking to the ladies of the night. I uh-huh. thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> yep. Using the term ladies uh, pretty loosely. 
I got my old buddy Bob Zeno. He always told me, he said, man, you don't ever want to bet, up, bet against a guy with a last name that starts with Z because you got to fight all your life through school, whatever you're at. You're the last one on the list, and you just got to fight your ass off to get to the front of the line and everything else you do. So I'm kind of happy about this Zimmer feller. I, I've always liked him. I like a good hothead over there on defense. I think he uses, you know, quite a few F-bombs out there. And, yeah. And this other coach I was talking about, too. So I feel pretty – yeah, I feel pretty good about that. I think that's going to be – that's going to be pretty good. Uh, yeah. Oh, heck, I just – I just had a train derailment on my brain. I had a thought going there, and I couldn't remember. All right, no. Hey, I tell – no, I, I, I'm not even drunk yet. No, I'm working on it. But uh, I, I, I think there for a minute, I think Rodeo Ron writes, his, writes a little outline out when he calls in, and I think he couldn't read his own writing. That's why he paused there in the middle. I was laughing on that so hard. No, I look – I think, uh, listen, I, I do appreciate you fellers. And uh, I did, I went back and listened to the Brandon Cooks and the Stephen Gilmore uh, interview. And boy, you guys, you guys kind of scratched the look, scratch the surface there and kind of discovered some things. But, you know, we'll see. I'm, I'm excited about Zimmer. You know, when you hear him talk, he sounds like a little elf off of uh, off of uh, Rudolph or something like that. Or you know, he's, he's a little feller, yeah. but I think he's going to bring the heat. But listen, you boys have a good one, and uh, I'm getting my joy back. And did enjoy having y'all back in the Sweet. in the studio this week. And we'll talk to you soon. Have a great weekend, Jim. It's going to be cold in the morning, by the way, Tolos out there. So I don't know. Maybe you want some whiskey or a space yeah. heater or something like that. But uh, always good to hear from Jim on a Friday, Brian. Jim's a good Dude. We got Cody on line seven. What you drinking? What you thinking? With LA Live hanging uh, uh, in, in on deck in, in in the hole. Here we go, Cody. Line seven. What you drinking? What you thinking? Oh, I'm drinking a little bit of that uh, high quality H two O. Very nice. And uh, man, I, I got two things. One, I want to give a shout out to my boys over at Byers Barricades in Richland Hill. Uh, we killed it. You know, keep killing it. We're doing a great job over there. Uh, man, Thank you. So I. I don't know if y'all heard about the Josh Young thing. I'm sure you did. Y'all are up, up to date on all the all the all the happenings in sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but could injury, it happen yeah. to any other could it happen to any other team? Like we, we come off this great run, World Series chance, you know, missing missing an ace, a Cy Young pitcher, and then we come back out of the World Series and two days into spring training, you know, our our should have been rookie of the year third baseman gets uh gets busted up with a cap, you know, with a cap injury. Yeah. I don't I don't get it. I don't know why it always happens to us. It always happens to our better players. It doesn't make sense. And then the second thing I'm thinking, Broadus, this is for you. Yeah. What I, I want to know your thoughts on Jalen Ford and Jonathan Brooks. I'm a Texas homer, always have been. I want to know your thoughts on Jalen Ford and Jonathan Brooks. Yeah, you're, uh, I'll tell you what, I really did enjoy watching both of those guys play, uh, especially, uh, you know, the thing with Ford is interesting about him is because of his size. And, I mean, this guy is uh, one of those guys. The instincts are there with him. You see him knife through some gaps, creases. and He moves really well for a, a big guy. I think he's a little bit more straight line uh, than explosive to the edge. But, man, there were a couple times where the ball tried to get to him on the outside, though, and he was able to kind of make the play. So I, I do like him quite a bit. I think that, uh, you, that the Cowboys would definitely look at him because he is that – bigger off-ball linebacker. And as far as your defensive tackles, I love both those guys. I absolutely love the, both of the the, the players uh, from Texas there, especially uh, when, you look at, uh, when you look at Murphy, Byron Murphy. He's one of my favorite players in this draft. I think scout, uh, the media scouts are starting to catch up with what the pro scouts are, are dealing with right now. So at 6'1", 308, I mean, he's, he's like a nonstop moving guy. And a very disruptive off the snap. So somebody's going to get him a really good three technique there with that with that kid. You know, I don't think you have to be too concerned with Josh Young by the look of how things went. He'll be you know fine early in the season at the latest. You know, you when you when you're talking calf, you get worried about Achilles like yeah. we just saw in the Super Bowl. Um, but everything stayed intact. There's there's no reason to believe that like that's a catastrophic injury. But it is a bummer for him. He just got there I think last night. Time now to go into the Pimp Cup where Lucius Alexander. Has LA Live. On a Friday, right after the great Rick James. 
All right, you squares. Fire up this funk bubble. Football 200. Your choice. Do or don't name this play in which the quarterback runs the ball and can choose to pitch it to another back. An option play. Ryan? <laughs> uh, football, 400. I can tell you guys are big football fans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tom Landry perfected the shotgun formation with this team. Uh-oh. Dallas Cowboys. Uh, do you think we should go to commercial? <laughs> <laughs> Ryan? Take it on to 600. Okay, by signaling for one of these, a returner can reel in a kick without fear of getting tackled. Fair catch. Two clues left, Ryan. 800. These penalties are simultaneous violations by the offense and defense that cancel each other out. Come on, man. And they are called offsetting penalties. Let's look at the uh, $1,000 clue just for the fun of it. What <laughs> <laughs> nerds. That was fun. Yes, that was nerds right there, Dawson. Very much so. LA Live for February 16th, 2024. It is a Friday here in LA Live, people. We made it. Avoid the law dogs because the judge will not see you until Tuesday. Yeah. Here's a weekend warning, too. This weekend safety briefing. Do not add to the population. Do not subtract. From the population. I'll be the one. Do not right. end up in the hospital, newspaper, or jail. If you do end up in jail, establish dominance quickly. That's right. Establish dominance. Dominance. We bad, Jack. Oh, yeah. Act bad. We bad, Jack. <laughs> LA Live is brought to you by Kissable Dental and their no-bill guarantee. Book online at kissabledental.com. Your kissable journey begins today. Yeah. We have a new winner in G-Bag of the Day. G-Bag of the Day happens every weekday here on the fan at 2.30. You see anything floating out there, man? If you think it's good, think we should be reacting to it. Hit me up at Lucky Lucius P on social media, Lucius Alexander on Facebook, or you can go to Twitter. Yes, I still call it Twitter because that's a brand name, like Blue Magic. It's a brand name. Find G Bag Nation. That's a brand name too. You can see all our bios. I mean, see all our our uh, information in the bio and link up with us. Okay. Blue Magic is actually what inspired the Orange Magic Wings name. Come on, man. Yeah. Look at that. It's a brand name. I always thought that was Blue Dolphin. <laughs> you can call yours anything you want to, but don't call it Blue Magic. Yeah. Green Magic. Yeah. Okay, what you call it, but don't call it this one. Stepping on my product. Uh, Tolo Caleb, shout out to you, man. He's back with another song, Tolo song right here, in the key of Shady. I am a, I am a, I am a, I'm a Tolo. Hi, y'all. Do you like sports talk? Listen on the radio or watching YouTube with your eyeballs? My wife asks, what's wrong? Why are you crying in the bathroom? I just found out. Sean has bigger hands than I do. This song might blow up like RJ on a blue chew. My man, Bobby Bell, don't you dare think I'll forget you. He said our quarterback was good enough to win the Super Bowl. Guess what? Dak just threw another big A-hole. Kevin Corey, no, I'm listening every day. Mike Hype and Luca till his earpiece screams. You're calling a Rangers game. G-Bag on my drive home. Traffic's in a rage. It's amazing how Broadus is even awake at his age. <laughs> Gavin had a motion for the first time since fifth grade. Eric aggravating Brian might catch headphones to the face. Zach, I want you to know that they should double your pay. P.S. Please vote for me. It's G-Bag of the Day. I am a... I am a... Shout out I Reggie. A, if you ain't right, then get right with the get right. I am a... Don't pay pay Lucius. I am I'm a, out. I'm a solo. I am a... Good work right there, sir. Really good work. Good work right there, yeah. sir. Very nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. LA Live 1053 The Fan Friday night. You made it. Be safe out here on these roads. If you haven't heard, I'll let you know. Uh Stephen A. Smith got, got himself crossed up by Michael Parsons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Had to go see the doctor. So yeah. Know your lanes. <laughs> you can't be hanging with these young folks like that. No. It's not made for you. Plus, man, what's crazy is Stephen A is actually a bigger guy, but in this film, he looks tiny and frail compared to standing next to Micah Parsons. Wait, there's film? Yes, there is film. That's not hilarious. of the injury, oh, okay. but of Stephen coaching Micah in preparation okay. for this. Yeah. 
Stephen A. Smith is built like Wiley Coyote to me with them big ass feet and long arms. <laughs> but he's tall, right? He's tall. Yeah, he's tall. next to Micah, he looks like like a nerd. Yeah, he does. Speaking of NBA, the NBA was on TNT last night, or Max. Uh, my timeline was body shaming Kenny Smith. Because oh, no. I jumped for on the knees? time. Kenny's knees, bro. I, I I mean all these years, and it's my only Kenny Smith takeaway. And I and you can't you can't take your eyes off it when he runs over. I mean, I, I say run when he kind of you know, jogs his way yeah. over to the screen to break down the first yeah. half. Yeah, I'm just those those the angle of his knees and how far they go in, and they're they're like hitting each yeah. other. I don't That's know. Ridiculous. I, I wonder what type of injuries he dealt with throughout his career because they look ridiculous. I don't know that NBA on TNT. The desk was like in the middle. It was a it was a long walk for Kenny. Yeah, and he had to walk on this platform all the way over there in front of everybody, and the camera was following him. And all you see was those knees just knocking. I felt <laughs> bad for Kenny. I've always said Kenny's knees knock harder than a Dre beat. <laughs> but I seen some more opinions out there. Somebody said, <laughs> "Jeez, <clears throat> Kenny's knees look like somebody took the legs off an action figure and swapped them." <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. He has a right knee on his left side and a left knee on his right side. <laughs> Kenny looked like he got his legs on the wrong foot. <laughs> Kenny's legs look like an A-frame ladder. Damn. Wow. <laughs> Kenny's legs looking like peace A-town down. <laughs> they roasting Kenny. Oh my God. Kenny needs those braces for his gump hat. Oh, Come on, good. man. Body shaming. <laughs> I was running. <laughs> uh, tripod looking at what? Tripod legs looking ass. I stepped on that one. Sorry. No, that A frame ladder is the real A frame was hilarious. Uh, Kenny's legs got into an argument and went to their separate ways. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, does Kenny have polio or a medical condition? I'm concerned. It's crazy. He was in a slam dunk contest at one point. He was. Yeah. I just yeah. seen it. I mean, uh, he would take that three-point shot, too, where the guys would jump like four feet in the air and yeah, they let it go. Yeah. Like a great leaper. This is how them legs are bent. Yeah. Like a little grasshopper. <laughs> like a little pogo stick. Yeah. yeah, the angle, man, yeah. just launches me. Yeah, uh, aerodynamic, Kenny. Uh, Kenny got two left legs. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I bet Kenny's... <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> I bet Kenny Smith got crab meat in them legs. <laughs> You know how some people's knuckles swell up? They, like, can't get their ring on or off? Yeah. <laughs> That's what happened to his knees. Oh, last one I seen. Uh, Kenny's knees look like an old lady's change purse. <laughs> Just baggy and saggy. Uh, and they even put a song out there about Kenny's knees. Kenny's. Oh man. Out of control, bro. Out of control. And it's a Friday. A little flashback Friday right here, if you will. Have you guys uh, seen the legendary Bayshore Chrysler commercial from the 60s? They claim it's from the 60s. I don't believe so. It's a, it's a sales pitch, man. Sales pitch for a 1966 choir, Country Squire, Squire Station Wagon. Yeah. Country Squire Station Wagon. They said this was an outtake meant just for friends. Oh. Just for friends. Wasn't supposed to get out. Uh-oh. Pitchman in the Bay Area named Chick Lambert. Pretty fab, famous out there in the Bay Area. Chick Lambert in the 60s and Chick 70s. Lambert, yeah. Well, Lambert was a spokesperson for the for Ralph Williams's car dealership in the San Francisco Bay. Rumors online say that Lambert was upset that his boss was replacing him with a younger spokesperson. So he had a little fun with a commercial on an outtake. I don't lie. Take a car like this. A 1966 Ford, a Country Squire Night Factor station wagon. Don't worry about the equipment. Imagine all the fun you can have in the back. And while you're doing it, imagine all the money that that bald-headed 
Ralph Williams is going to be making on the car. He's talked trying to you out of. Yes, the man will take every dime out of the San Francisco Bay Area and spend it on prostitutes, booze, and of course, crap tables in the city of Las Vegas. Jeez. I'm sure you've heard about it. So remember this. If you'd like to get and work real hard before you buy a car, come down here. Let Ralph Williams do it. Why not? Why, why not somebody else? Remember our address is 345 El Camino Real in the city of San Bruno, but if you come from Marin County, East Bay Area, or San Jose, your money spends just as well as anybody else's. And when this bald-headed son of a bitch gets hold of you, you will spend money. Talking about payments, five years payments of $100 a month. You can't get even. You can't get even, bro. You can't get even, bro. That is awesome. Yeah, that's amazing. That is so awesome. He is. Yes. Yeah, I wonder how Ralph felt about that when yeah. he's seen it. Yeah. Do we have a dealership in town that's like notorious for scamming people and like slamming deals and talking you into stuff that you shouldn't be? I don't think they're gone now. That. Yeah. There, there was one. I'm not yeah. going to say their name yeah. on the air, but yeah, yeah they're gone now. Yeah. Man, I did one like when I was 20 years old. With It was, it was in uh, southwest Washington. And... It was just amazing. I was so embarrassed once these stories came out because I realized the same thing had happened to me. But I tell you what, it changed my life. You only get, like, run over really bad for a vehicle once in your life, don't yes, you? Yes, yes. I know it. I've seen it, too. Yeah. As soon as I said, yeah, man, let me go ahead and sign. He was like, oh, you're going to sign? <laughs> okay, I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, you want a soda or something, man? <laughs> yeah, we're going to brainstorm the things we need to put in this contract for you. <laughs> you like that APR? Okay. Of course you want the extended warranty, right? You got the cash now? Yeah. Okay, okay. You want the rust proofing on the underside of this? It's another 15 Hundo. Of course you want that. Definitely going to want that. You don't want this thing to rust out from underneath you, do you? It rains a lot here. <laughs> All right, I'll pull it out, girls. Lord willing, the creek don't rise. That's my time. Uh, NBA this weekend. Lots yeah. of NBA. Let's see what that new court looks like, because I think it's going to be fabulous. LED. I think That's it's right. going to be fabulous. And they said it, it helps with injuries. Cool. Because it's like a rubber bottom or something okay. like that. Okay, yeah. and it's safer, too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the court is a big screen now. It's For a big the first screen. time at the, at the All-Star game. I, th- I think it's going to be the new standard. All right. Uh, but, yeah, I got to see it in real action, I guess, just to make sure it's not a distraction. Thank you, Lucius. L.A. Live every night, 540. Three positives on the new look and now streaking Mavs as we head into the All-Star Weekend is next in the nation. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.